0: Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse now. Something horrible has happened. Okay, um,
1: you got to be more specific. I am invested Uh-oh. in what is going to happen next week on *Fear the Walking Dead*. I'm interested to know, and I feel compelled to watch for reasons other than this recording. It's horrible. I don't like this feeling. I don't like this feeling. I'm not sure <laughs> what to do with you now. Uh, hi, I'm Tim. And I'm. Am I Dustin? i do not even done what you have anymore. <laughs> so much of my life has been based on hating
0: this show. And this is Apocalypse Now. And yes, is it? It is. It is. <laughs> I swear to God. It, this is, in fact, the return of The Walking Dead. Walking The walking, Fear dead. walking Dead, which, if you have followed uh, our podcasts and our writings on the subject, you
1: know that we hate, hate this show. <laughs> it is really. Bad. But we watch it because it's part of the family, the fear, the Walking Dead family, mm-hmm. and we we need to to cover it and right, you know. And every
0: now and again, there's a cool few moments here and there. Yes, and and th- so. at those
1: times we go, oh, is it Strand? Awesome, <laughs> and then we you know move on with our lives, and and um, this has
0: been. A very confusing evening because we just sat and watched uh, well it's two hours it's a it's two hour episode, so we're really about an hour and a half. And we were entertained. Compelled. No, there was th- th- don't misunderstand. There are plenty of moments until uh, episode. Oh god, stop. Uh, there were at least two deaths that could have been avoided by someone if they had a functioning brainstem. Yes. Uh, one of them is you want me to what? We want you to, to, to reach into the vent. But I'm a adult with a functioning brainstem. No. <laughs> it's in the script, man. Just die that Just, way. Fine.
1: Really, why is the vent <laughs> three feet off the ground? Shh shh shh. Just do uh, it. And we'll get to that.
0: Or or we're gonna spend the first two thirds of the first episode not explaining Anything. what is actually going on. Who are we? Why are we here? And so this your sense of threat while there is confused i mean it was a are we racists are we not racist is this a scientific thing or is this just people putting a gloss over being horrible it
1: was there was no scientific nothing about nothing that was
0: happening well okay so they were actually tracking how long it took for someone to revive they were recording that but the way they were recording it was writing it on the forehead of the dead well, people he, so i mean i don't he know how he
1: had a notebook he had a notebook yes okay well, let's start over right so, we start basically where we left off. Madison and Travis and uh, Alicia are being dragged into this facility. This the, After being caught at the border by somebody, they're now being dragged into the facility for something. By people in, in, in camo, so we don't know if they're military, right.
0: we don't know. And this actually is a big confusion throughout the whole course of the episode. Who the hell are these people? Are they military? And by the time we get an answer to that... A long
1: time has gone by. Yeah. So, um, Travis is taking one direction, and Madison and uh, Alicia are taking another direction. Travis is put in a holding cell that, ha, ha, who's in there? Nick and Lucy. And also, the really, really horrible guy from the... the no, you're wrong. Because he got killed in the, in the tunnel thing. That wasn't him. It just looks just uh, it like just it. looks just like oh, Okay. Him. His stupid twin. Mm-hmm. Also, a lot of brown people. Oh, yeah. No, a lot of brown people, but don't read too much into it, and they're never going to explain it. No, the implication from
0: some of the language that people are using would seem to be, oh, are you brown?
1: Come die. Yes, racism. Yeah. But they gloss over that so much, like never even... It's almost... it's, It's... It's like they've
0: pulled the hateful language out of it mm-hmm. but the intent and feeling right there
1: yeah it seemed like it seemed like somebody in the writer's room was like let's make these guys racists and they were like yeah that sounds awesome let's do like a whole race thing and then they were like yeah but if some, we're gonna have to like some of them we have to feel we're gonna feel bad about some of them dying so they can't all be racist how are we going to have some of them be racist and some of them not be racist well what if one is a psycho well we're going to have one be a psycho anyway well what if, what if he's doing like experiment just let's just do it let's just we'll figure it out yeah we'll figure it out yeah it's we'll figure it out jerry <clears throat> so you, these people are all basically in the
0: basement in right. the locker room slash giant bathroom latrine space that this military base is yeah. apparently and, going to uh happen.
1: there's Daniel Sharman, mm-hmm. uh who is a British actor right who uh played uh Isaac on Teen Wolf, so that's mm-hmm. how kind of I know him. He was also in that Perseus movie. He played Aerie, or he played Apollo. Oh okay. in that really bizarre like Perseus movie he plays uh the crazy guy troy otto in this yeah so when we first see him he's sitting in a car
0: not watching the gate with his back to the gate as all this stuff is happening as they're brought in right and then we see him again in the office with uh alicia and madison and and they are and i'm looking at him going this terrible scraggly beard he has is like the biggest beard he's been able to grow in his life. Yeah. He looks like a he just looks like a
1: child. Daniel Sharman is. Why are people following this guy? Is one of those people that has this magic ability. He's thirty one years old. He looks tw- twelve, maybe. So Daniel Sharman is baby faced and adorable, and he's got this like when we haven't been exposed to it yet because he's playing a psychopath, but he has this just when he breaks into a smile it is so genuine and joyous looking um that was one of the things he made he was very beloved as Isaac on Team Wolf oh okay well he's completely horrid oh he's terrible he's the worst he walks
0: in and he's like here I brought you some tea we didn't have any coffee and they're like who
1: are you? (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. Uh, my favorite part of this whole like the whole thing is Alicia and Madison are are very much like caged animals like mm. they are standing there they're both kind of ready to pounce um and he's like i brought tea <laughs> they're both like yeah it was very good it's like so, so where's
0: travis we're looking for my son if you what did you do with my husband and he's like oh uh, he's being processed over here yeah somewhere else don't worry about it and he'll be fine and she's like uh-huh i'm really not believing you yeah. very much you got the whole I'm lying written all over your mm-hmm. face right now. And he's looking at her. See, this is one of the confusing confusing parts of this episode is that we don't actually establish what the you know is is it just because the two of them are white? Is it just because they're women? Is it just because Yeah, we, there's women downstairs, but they're
1: brown. Yeah. And there's also so, women in the group Like, it's working at this facility. There are several women, which makes me think that it was like, oh, we just found some breeding stop for us. Because for a second, I was thinking that they were doing uh, the 28 Days Later thing. So the first thing we think when we see these military guys is we're looking
0: at each other across the room and going, oh, look, it's another episode where the military is the worst. Right. Where the chain of command and structure and anything resembling what we the best parts of the military just completely disappear. And this is a Marine base. There's actually a sign on this wall that, that makes it very clear yeah. that this is a Marine base. It's like, really? The Marines fall apart this quickly? You really expect us to buy this? And for the love of God, could you please not give us another, well, now that the world has fallen apart, mm-hmm. the military must take it upon itself
1: to breed. Right. <laughs> breed with the captive women. Right. But they didn't that ends up not being the case because who the hell knows who these people are at this particular time. Although yeah. they do turn out to be it's a it's a militia that's come to basically raid the compound for its al- for its alcohol for its, <laughs> for, its, for its fuel and whatever supplies they can gather. But while they're so, there, Troy decides yeah. to turn
0: it into his own little thing because, because apparently he brought all along all the ethically bereft
1: members of this group or Mm -hmm. at least the obvious ones right well the weird that's the weird thing about when the brother shows up when jake shows up Mm -hmm. is that he's basically like i did all this stuff for dad and jake's like no dad sent you away (laughs) because you're crazy (laughs) and so that's that's where we get the whole oh they can't we can't make them racist because we're supposed to like jake we're supposed to feel feelings for jake because he's very handsome
0: there's a there's a very odd dynamic here and we'll talk about this more because it, it applies more to the second episode
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, let's get, we'll get drag our okay. way kicking and screaming through the first but what's very interesting here is that we're almost done first honestly that's true okay so basically with the first episode basically as it ends
1: it's well, uh, tension, tension, okay. tension. Yeah. They try and kill. They try and kill Travis and uh, and Nick and Lucy in the lab. Quote so unquote. what? The li-
0: basically, what they're doing is they're lining these people. They're they're taking people. They're chaining them to a wall. They shoot them and they time how long it takes but for them to come back and become a, a walker. Well, this is of dubious use. They're apparently on a 24-hour schedule at this point. Right. And so they're gonna speed up the process and they're basically just killing everybody. There's not like I mean uh, you know, there's there's corpses all around the compound
1: basically as mm-hmm. a as a barrier
0: against the dead.
1: Right, because they've discovered they've figured out what Nick's figured out is if you smell dead, they're not going walkers are not gonna bother you. Right. Uh, uh, so they happen
0: to do it with a whole bunch of innocent people. Right. So they um Nick and lucy and this other guy yeah who is not the guy from the he he looks
1: similar enough but i think i remember they killed the girls killed that guy in well, the. well i thought
0: they killed him too but but anyway he and Tra- uh travis and nick and well travis basically goes no no i tell you what why don't you kill me now uh i'm maori and you know we're different yeah we don't turn and he's like bull crap bull poops and this of course is basically a ruse to draw them in there's a fight they break free they uh, basically get the because he's counting on the undead or the zombie for who's reviving there to yeah. be part of the the escape anyway so
1: things happen people run they get out and and uh nick and lucy end up in some tunnels mm-hmm. underneath the military base the drainage tunnels and they find their way to this thing oh and the one guy gets shot and they, like, throw him down there to turn to a walker and chase him down. Right. But meanwhile, Nick and Lucy find the, uh, the exit of the tunnel and it's all blocked off. So they knock the wall down. And there's a ton of walkers in there. So they turn around and go back and they lead all the walkers in. Well, they lead all the walkers in. Uh, Travis, Hooray. meanwhile, uh, has been caught. Right.
0: Because he helped them. He uh, served as a distraction to let them get away. He gets caught. Uh, Troy is not at all thrilled about this. No. And because he has just gone to try and do the everything's going to be fine, come with us if you want to live pitch. Right. Uh, and it's just gone over uh,
1: kind of like a lead balloon with Madison. And, and, and she's like, we're not going to do anything with you until you bring me Travis. They don't know that they have Nick. Right.
0: And so, yeah, she has no idea that Nick is, Nick is even there. So he goes and he's like, You know, Travis, you've really screwed things up here. So instead of sending you down, we're going to send, take you out back. Right. Well, out back, they have a pit. With walkers in it. And they pay, throw Travis in the pit, and it's like, Okay, now I want you to fight the walkers. And Travis, who has been having a rough time. <laughs> yes. Chris died. Chris. Chris is dead. And he's the only one who's sad about that, and that's got to be rough on him. Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody else is like, oh, thank God. That horrible little monster is dead. And we're, as viewers, going, oh, thank God that horrible little monster is Mm -hmm. dead. And he's like, he's my son. (laughs) It's like, well, we feel bad for you. But he was awful. And he's like, you
1: know, I'm angry. I have some
0: anger issues.
1: And he starts taking them out. On the side (laughs) of my face, yeah. So he basically kills every walker in the thing. And... Yeah. Then grabs a cinder block. The lippy little blonde weasel He's
0: mm-hmm. like, "That's a great job." And Travis picks up this cinder block and just whips it at him. And I'm like, "Travis, you—you you are like, <laughs> Travis is very strong." <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, yes, yeah. he seems to be. So they think that's very nice, and so they open the in, the other end and releases like thirty walkers at him. Mm. Well, Madison decides well no so Troy comes back into the room yeah to say everything's going to be fine
1: and they jump in yeah and that is <laughs> <laughs> it is a good fight it's Madison good fight. and Alicia take on this kid and there is no way that Troy should have, have done as well as he did against those two women I'm like
0: kick him in the car she's a... and then she stabs a spoon into the eye and we're like oh never mind that works yes 'Cause she's taken the spoon and she's put it around the eyeball. Right. So it's a scoop at mm-hmm. this point. And with a little bit of leverage,
1: a little bit of leaning on that eye socket, it's gonna go Right. And and she even says, Take me to Travis or I'm gonna I'm gonna put take out your eye. And he, and so then as they're out there, like all these guys are coming and she's like, I will put this spoon, instead of taking out your eye I'm gonna put it in your brain. Yeah. You're not. And he's like, uh, guys, it. step back. Bitch, be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, uh-huh.
0: <laughs> you have no idea. So <laughs> anyway, and everyone... Then, well, wait, because then suddenly out of nowhere, Jake shows up.
1: Yes. Hi,
0: everybody. And we're like, who are you? And he's <laughs> like, well, I'm Jake. And like, <laughs> "Duh." we don't know who that is, Jake. Please introduce <laughs> yourself. Well, this is my brother, and he's crazy pants. And they're like, that's fine who the hell are you, Jake? Right. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, we'll, we'll take care we'll of it. Take <laughs> it.
1: Just focus on the cheekbones. Because yeah. I'm... I'm very pretty. Please do yeah. what I tell you. And so, oh. basically, everyone is reunited. Travis is pulled out of the pit. Everyone's like, all right, everybody, we're just going to... And and Jake basically gives them, says, we're going to give you some some stuff, and you can go. Like get, we're going to give you some supplies and you can leave we're terribly sorry for the inconvenience <laughs> yes I know my brother is a psychotic right uh, you think Tim is kidding that's almost what he says yeah. and like the thing that irritates me the most is like Nick and Travis are like they these people mm-hmm. were going to kill us there is a, there's a
0: weird disconnect that happens in this episode and the next episode where the words that you would say, mm-hmm. the words that would come out of your mouth, people do not say. And that is one of them is, no, no. He was murdering people in the basement. Yeah. This is bad. And the weird is, thing is that
1: Jake seems to, like, kind of know. Yeah. You know, well, there's a point where the Weasley guy, you were saying, he said, like, Travis says to him, do the people upstairs know what's going on? And he says, yeah, it's a volunteer basis. They all know. And, and, but they, you know, just don't have the stones for it or whatever. And he's like, no, you're just crazy. You're a sicko. Yeah, it's... But, but that's okay, because while they're packing out, little blonde weasel guy goes, down,
0: goes downstairs. To get the research. Yeah, you know. Got this, As this you do. Let this be worthwhile. And then there's a noise in the wall. Now, let us review. You are leaving <clears throat> the compound. You are getting in your trucks, and you're driving away. Right. So you hear a noise in a basement. In a wall. In a wall. And you think, what do you think, Dustin, when when you do that?
1: Um, well, okay, so I'm leaving? You're leaving. Leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're getting ready to go. Gathering all of our things and going. Yeah, and you hear a noise. You hear along. a noise um, You're and, the only one down there as far and as you work. In what aware. situation do I find myself in? Is this a normal human situation or am no? No, I... this is.
0: You're in a. Well, I don't know. That depends. I mean, you are in a in a room where you, a bunch of people have been killed, uh, where the
1: undead are, and it's you know. So not a normal human no, situation. No, no, not really. No. So yeah, so I, I would be like, I think it's time to
0: go. Okay, this. Would also be my choice. This I don't like happens. being here anymore. This is not what happens. He goes over to the three foot off the floor vent, which was very curious. I'm not sure... Uh, I can see a vent over here in your floor. Mm-hmm. And I've got vents in my ceiling up
1: in my apartment. Cause it's um, just... and I've seen a lot of vents like at baseboard level. Sure, sure. Yeah. You know. And then some up at baseboard level high on them. But I've never seen one... In the middle of a wall. Yeah, so he um, goes through this Yeah, there's stuff going on. And he
0: looks at it, and then he kind of pulls on it. Because you do, you know. Well, actually, no, you don't, by the way. Kids, do not do this at home, because it's stupid. Right. And then he pulls it out, and
1: all the rats come out. Right. Okay, all right, Tim. Yes, hello. If you... We're in a basement where you just killed a bunch of people uh-huh, and there's Walker right. the situation. Sure, yeah. And you had pulled the cover off of the vent three feet off the ground and rats poured upon you. Mm-hmm. What would you do next? Uh, after I finished screaming and brushing them all off and going, oh God, oh God, oh God. The rats poured, poured from the vent. Right. Maybe 50 onto you. The, Again, onto you. There would be screaming.
0: Yes. And you know what I would be doing while I'm screaming? I'd be running.
1: Well, that's not what he does. He I know. looks inside the bed. <laughs> he's like, "Where did all these rats kill from?" And then a zombie bites his face off. Oh yes, and it's amazing because he was such a dick. And this actor, I can't remember what his name is, but he's on oh, Shameless. yeah, he's great. He's great at playing the the goony kind of guy.
0: Well, and he's got he's got one of those faces where when he lets it go blank, and he's he can make his eyes go cold. Mm-hmm. He can be a really terrifying little actor. Right. And Gosh, what is his name? We'll have to look that up and put it in the notes. But he he dies. I mean, the, the, he's pulled through the wall. Yes. And it's a really good effect. Broken in half, and pulled through the that's wall. that's not how drywall works, by the way. But doesn't matter. It was a cool effect. And it was good to see him die.
1: Yeah. So, so all the walkers start pouring out, and Madison... Is at the truck that mm-hmm. she, they were. Her family was going to leave to escape. You or you was to leave this these crazy people. And Jake's like, you
0: could come back to our place with us, you know, because we're we're gonna try and be, rebuild, and we have candy.
1: Yeah. And and, she's and like, Madison is like, you guys are fucking nuts. <laughs> I am out of here again. Taking my family and we're going because you're all nuts. Right. And the zombies attack. Right. And there's chaos. Everyone is separated. The only people by the truck are are Nick and Madison, and Alicia and Lucy and Travis... Are closer to the helicopter. Closer to the helicopter. So they end up running to the helicopter, and then Troy rescues Madison and Alicia. Shows up on the back of another truck
0: with a machine gun, and he starts picking off walkers. Now, uh, he's just had a spoon in his eye. Yeah. And his, uh, his face is bandaged up. And depth perception is, in fact, a thing. Stereo vision is a thing.
1: He should not be able to shoot that well. But he does. Maybe, maybe these people are crazy uh, uh, survivalists, and one of the things that they trained from young young ages is, all right, maybe you're going to get your eyes shot out. So what we is <laughs> going to do to you is we're going to cover you in one eye. And then you ain't going to learn to shoot. And then we're going to cover your another eye and you're going to learn to shoot. And then we're going to cover both you and <laughs> eyes, and we're going to teach you how to shoot by sounds. And so, yeah, so maybe they're just that good. Uh, well, maybe or, maybe Troy is that good because we will get to Jake's skills in a minute. Oh, yeah. So, so chaos and yeah.
0: things and our heroes are separated, but they're all going to the same place because Travis and Nick, and, uh, and Lucy all end up on the helicopter. the helicopter. And Madison and Alicia end up in the truck with their wonderful savior, Troy. And
1: they, and they all leave. And they're all thrilled about and it. And even, but, but it's funny because, like, now Troy's kind of, okay, he doesn't care anymore. He's like, yeah. you tried to take my eye out, but I'm fine, so let's be buddies. Yeah. And is like, you're crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> this is the, let's see, other option is eaten by the
0: undead. Yeah. Crazy people, and she thinks about it, and she's like, well, eh, eh. All right, I'll come with you. Right. So that's the first episode. And that episode, by the way, is called <clears throat> Eye of the Beholder. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: no, it's oh, not. Oh, boy. Uh, That's fine. I like that. Yeah, so New Frontier is the name of the second episode. And that starts with in a helicopter. They're flying along in the mm-hmm. helicopter. Um, Lucy has lost consciousness. Right, because she she's not well. I mean, yes. there's a
0: good chance she's going to die. We're looking at this as going.
1: You she know. was shot in the arm and mm-hmm. then taken to a murder basement. And then just about the time they got to treating her again, they were like, attacked by walkers. So maybe she got, like, half of an IV. And now she's back jostling around in some helicopter. You know, she's and, got tetanus
0: or something know. going on here. She's, she's sick. So it's a concern. Um, so, yeah, they're flying along. And Jake's all like, you know, uh, when we get back there, it, it'll be nice. she will be fine. <laughs>
1: and at least she's like, dude.
0: And he's making small talk with the pilot. Yeah, mm. they're friends. They're she's friends. a lady. She's yeah. a ginger, and it's like so. You know, I think it's like you could do this. She goes, I know how to fly. My, she <laughs> knows <how to> fly <laughs> <the> helicopter. <laughs> yeah. So, so then she's Jack... actually an extra. She's the lady who almost got cast as the pilot in Alien. Oh, <laughs> right. in Alien
1: Covenant. It's
0: like I know how to fly yeah. the
1: thing. I know how to fly the. She's that. She's basically I know how to fly the thing, and I know how to get back to our compound. don't right. Worry, and so and my... it's just good natured. It's not like he's being yeah. a jerk about it. He's like, you know, I've done this before. He's like, yeah, sorry. And so then all of a sudden they're getting shot at.
0: Right. And you hear it and you see it, and then suddenly Travis is bleeding through his neck. Yes. He slapped his hand onto his face and he's like, uh
1: Yes. Help me. Right. And he looks, and it doesn't look like when you take his hand away, there's no spurting. So Right. And looks I, like gray. I think it looked like I think it just looked like a gray. So he's he starts like, I gotta get out. And he's like taking off his his seatbelt and the leash. She's like, "No, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Stop it!" And and he's like trying to open the door. He's like, "Help me open the door!" And she's like, "No, what are you doing?" because you're in
0: shock. You you are not
1: thinking you're straight. Fine. You're in shock. You're gonna be okay. And then he pulls his other hand away, which which was in his lap. Right. And there are organs.
0: Yeah. So that bullet that wasn't the only bullet that hit him, and he's basically blown out his gut. And he knows what's coming next. He's not going. Yeah. You know he it's you don't want to be in a helicopter with a zombie, right? And how quickly the turn is doesn't matter at this point. He's mm-hmm. like there, so she kind of helps him, not yeah. really. I mean, she's kind of, she kind of just isn't in his way,
1: right? And she's not stopping. Well, him. she does help him open the door, right? But and then he just kind of falls out, and uh, and he falls, and, and they
0: are a long way. They are not so close to the ground I mean yeah you're not the odds of him showing up later in an episode going
1: oddly enough I survived yes I'm fine are Everything's slim crazy. no yes they are very and slim and Tim and I both sitting there we looked at each other and I was like I was not expecting that is that was second not episode. a thing I was expecting to happen he is the male,
0: the, the the male lead the older I male lead Nick is probably the young. I mean there's just yeah. split between the two of them but he's yeah he's a major character Mm-hmm. and he's splat yes dead gutted and splatted so um yeah
1: very very dramatic and
0: a reminder that what, and what we complained
1: about with this yes show. about how the characters have no there's no fear that any of these people are going to die because like the main core family is so insulated or so like bulletproof that you feel like none, nothing bad can happen to them and then they probably prove us wrong. Second yes. episode in, and then I salute you.
0: Yes. Uh, especially after having the blonde weasel guy die so dumb.
1: Yeah. Um, because I was like, all right, all right, okay, it was fair enough. Super dumb. So anyway, um, it was crazy, and I was like, I'm kind of into it. Yeah.
0: Uh, About this point, we both we, we both looked at each other and realized we've actually not been hating this. Yes. Which is a curious sign. So. The helicopter goes down. Right. They don't crash so much as they land poorly. Yes. So they're not, they're, they're as okay as they can be,
1: but the right. helicopter's not going anywhere. And, uh, so they kind of, they're like, well, we're going to make camp for the night, and the helicopter, the helicopter pilot, almost um, said helicopter lady, she's a pilot, and, uh, she goes i don't know like lucy's look real looks really bad like i don't know how far she's going to be able to make it and and jake's like don't you worry about it we're gonna we're not that far we're gonna camp for the night you take the first watch and she's like oh but that's a short watch and you won't be able to sleep and like she sweeps her hair and and tilts her baseball cap and and he's like just remember to be a capable competent woman who's a survivalist and she's like don't you worry i'm a capable competent woman who's a survivalist and she trucks off into the the night and uh so jake and alicia talk for about three and a half seconds before they get the signal like oh no i'm in trouble signal Mm -hmm. and they go and she has been fully eaten by walkers in five seconds (laughs) like she walked out of the camp light and like turned like like died and uh and so then Jake goes to, like, I don't know, like, the walkers get him, and instead of doing anything, he's just like, oh, no walkers. So they're, like, climbing all over well, him. Well, he and dropped his gun, uh, and,
0: yeah, so, luckily, uh, he has given a gun to Alicia.
1: Like, you know how to use this? And she's like, yes, I know how to use this, thanks. And she comes to his rescue. Yes, she saves him, and then he, and then he takes the gun and kills poor pilot lady. Right, who is an old friend of his. So yeah.
0: But the problem is... It's one of those emotional scenes, which has no weight, because right. we don't know her. True. We met her We met her for about a second, the previous we episode. We saw that she was a nice
1: girl. Yeah, like, she was a
0: nice girl, but we don't know we the weight of the emotion between the two
1: characters. So then the next morning, Alicia and uh, Jake, are, they decide they're going to carry Lucy the rest of the way. It's only a couple of hours to mm-hmm. the place, so they're going to carry her there. And they do. Meanwhile, so that's the end of the, their story. But more or less, yeah. meanwhile, um, Madison and Nick have arrived and and they expected to meet the helicopter there and it's not right. there. And so... In who, fact, they're not let into the compound because uh,
0: Troy gets taken to see Daddy. Mm-hmm. And they tell him that the helicopter isn't back. We've right. seen them. And so... Well, Madison is not happy at all.
1: Uh Nick is in a different state. Nick is Nick's always kind of a little bit been the audience except for the fact that he falls really really hard for for Masonic figures and <laughs> like like as soon as somebody is like do you have a cult he, he he's like I would love to be in your cult. <laughs> So so, um, so I need to just know
0: how many cults do you have in this compound? Yeah. We don't have any. I gotta go. Yeah. So and anyway, so far that seems to be the case. He's like, "Is there a cult?" And they're like, "No." Well, we follow a leader. Yeah. But...
1: Give him give him five minutes I with know. that old oh, dude. God. Give him five minutes with that old dude, and he will be underneath the like under the Kool-Aid, like <laughs> submerged <laughs> fully in the Kool-Aid. Oh. But anyway. So Nick is like, they were trying to kill us. Mm-hmm. And actually, the old guy, whose name I don't know, I guess his name is Mr. Otto. He's the dad. Jeremiah. Oh, excellent. Uh-huh. So anyway, Jeremiah Otto uh, says, yes, I know my, I I know, uh, uh, what's my son, not Jake, the other one, Troy. Right. Troy told me. Troy told me what happened. He was just trying to protect his men. And I, so I've heard, I've heard his side of the story, and Nick's like, do you want to hear my side of the story? And Jeremiah's kind of like, Again, this is one of those
0: scenes where as soon as he said he was trying to protect his men, the first words out of Madison's mouth were, he was trying to kill my family. Yeah. And you need to do something about that because he was trying to murder my husband and my son. Not defend himself, murder Mm -hmm. she doesn't
1: say this and i'm like why isn't she saying these things but i think I, i by the end of the episode i kind of get it because i think that madison sees something and she even says like once once um she kind of gets nick calmed down she says i think we need to there's a play here we need to have a we need to have a plan and she goes what is our plan and he goes she goes i don't know yet but i will have a plan
0: Except that her plan at the end of the episode is, this is going to be home. We're going to make a place for ourselves here, even if we have to take it over. Right. And all I'm thinking is, oh, Madison has lost her damn mind. But she's, she's always been our Rick. I know, but this is, this is a scale issue. Yeah. There are three of them. They have a gun. They're surrounded. They, by, they now know they, about. They're, they're
1: surrounded by. Hundreds, and hundreds I of think guns. That, that there's going to be there's going to be a lot of things happening. So, but anyway, so yeah. Um, well, so okay, they they come back into camp.
0: Um. Uh, Alicia and God, it's Jake. God, I, yeah. I want to. I keep on. Now I want to flip them around. I want to. Now that we added Jeremiah to the mix, it's mm-hmm. like there's too many autos in this equation. Um. They get in there and they they are not going to let. Uh. Uh, Lucy in mm-hmm. because well she's going to turn right. and of course here comes Troy to sit there and go well you know this is not how we do things around here and he pulls out his gun and he's going to put her out of her misery and Nick is like no no I'll do it and he's like well okay and they hand him the gun and Nick's like god you people are stupid <laughs> and sticks the gun in Troy's face and he's like um, let her in let me explain this is going to work And everyone else's guns are pointing at Nick. He's completely outgunned here and out, you know, surrounded. He's not giving up. He's like, well, just, you know, fine. I'll kill you. We'll all die. And there we go. Mm -hmm. And Jeremiah's like, you know what? How about we don't? And uh, she's got a pulse. We're taking her to the infirmary. Mm -hmm. And we'll see how it goes. Strap her down. Let us go. See if we can make her better. And Nick's like, Okay. And gives him the gun. So
1: and so then later, realization
0: there that though that that Travis isn't coming. Yeah, and that's really rough on Madison. And she goes off. Apparently, I'm not sure what happens here. It seems like we're missing a scene because she starts to walk away. Then she walks back inside the compound. And the next time we see her, we've just seen her walk away, walk towards the toward into the interior of the compound. Then, we see her throwing up out by a tree. But I think that's inside the compound. Well, yeah, but it's it's apparently she's been drinking. No, or... I just think I just think that it's grief vomit. Oh, it, it, that's what I thought too. But then, but then there's all this reference to drinking, and I realize that part of it is the, is is where Jeremiah is talking about his own drinking. Yeah. But the whole vibe of that scene was just kind of odd to me.
1: Right, uh, but I did like when when he goes. Um, mm-hmm. Jeremiah says, we want, I'm checking on you because we kind of want to know before, if you're going to be a threat to yourself or others. And she looks at him and says, it's kind of early to tell, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, just with Madison's track record for finding places that are safe and then just completely ruining them. And you remember, you know, like, yes, that's very, it's very early to tell whether or not madison is not just going to just raise this place to the ground speaking of which there's a hotel oh right In the distance. we forgot about strand long yeah. way away now probably well, yeah. hundreds of miles but strand yeah so anyway strand will there next week <laughs> yeah strand will be there next week right, hi <laughs> how you doing so anyway there's all the people that are, are still coming to the hotel mm-hmm from uh, from the village and and the manager is trying to keep all these people out but it's becoming harder and harder and okay so picture if you will a hotel that is picture started by a fence Sicily
0: 1920 <laughs> and people are coming to the, to the pushing on the on the gate and they're making lots of noise Dustin if this was happening would you go down to the gate to talk to these people even though you know
1: they are not going to go away I would. I would go you down today okay. and talk to the people. I would definitely do that. Okay. I would go down and I would be like, dudes, pushing on the gate is not going to help us because if you break the gate, anybody can get in here. Right. Okay. Fair I enough. would do that. I would be down there talking to them. Maybe in the morning. Maybe we'll chat in the morning and see if some of you guys can come in. But don't press on the gate anymore. No. Will we not? Would you walk
0: up to within grabbing distance of arms through the gate? No. Okay. Well. <laughs> oh no. Well, luckily, you didn't write this script, because these people do. Wow. And they are grabbed by, you know, my my daughter is pregnant, she wants, you know, she should have a bed, and my friend is sick, and I've stubbed my toe. And they get so close, and they're grabbed, and pretty sure at this point they should be dead, because they're getting yanked on through that gate pretty
1: hard. And then, Strand shows up. And goes, I'm a doctor, you're all coming inside, and we're all going to be a great. And And the the manager's like, I hate you. (laughs) Well, curiously, she agrees to this. Mm -hmm. Even though there
0: is every reason for her to look at him and go, okay, he's not a doctor, he's a liar. Mm -hmm. And you're not coming in. She doesn't say that. No. She then apparently lets them all in for why but
1: not he's got a great voice we've we've established a strand has a great voice so yeah so all these people come in strand treats them and everything is going as well as he can he like pulls some shrapnel out of some kid's knee and, and like you know tells somebody about how bobo's work or something anyway he um <laughs> then the lady the pregnant lady uh Goes into labor and Strand's freaking out, and he's like, "I'm not the kind of doctor." I'm a and uh, and the manager's like, "You're going to deliver this baby because you lied to all these people and told them you're a doctor."
0: And, <laughs> and curiously, he has never seen an episode of any comedy in the '80s, no sitcom where I think everybody on um, the way
1: to the hospital had their baby in the yeah. car. And I think he also he doesn't forget because he says, "Let nature let nature take its course." But yeah, babies deliver themselves for the most part. Like it's nice to have somebody there to catch it, but I mean, you know. Babies... And there's no, yeah, you know, there's,
0: you know, there's no epidural
1: going on unless here. there's that's... a real issue. Doctors are not really needed to, to to birth babies. Sorry about it. It's but that's it's true. nice to have one. So it, the next, it, it makes some yeah. other's life easier, but. So the next time we see Strand. He's covered in blood. Yeah, we're like, oh, oh, oh God. This is really bad. <laughs> this went really wrong. But, no, that's not the case. The baby is fine. Everyone's fine. But the manager's if ever, like... If you've ever been to a been birth, you know that it's messy. Right. And it apparently it was messy all over straight Right. So, but the manager's like, look, I can't have people thinking you're a doctor. What if something worse than this happens? you got to go. And... then her nephew is like but you've got one more patient before you leave and it's like okay and it turns out that it's brenda strong who you remember from last season the mother of the the mother of the bride who was killed and she hasn't eaten anything in days and they're worried that she's going to uh turn from starvation so they send strand up there to uh kind of see how she's doing and she's not doing well no she's not doing great no. But she seems okay, and then like he goes, "Well, well, she's gone. She's gone through grief crazy,
0: all the way into I don't care crazy, right? And somewhere in there, there's a kind of rational behavior mm-hmm. that is,
1: you know, full
0: of rotting food.
1: Yeah. So, so he's like, he smells in here. let's open up this your balcony door and you know get some mm-hmm. air in here. And so he like." opens it which I thought was weird that she couldn't do it well it was
0: apparently a really really well jammed door because Mm -hmm. I was trying to figure out how he was having such difficulty opening that door Mm -hmm. I kept looking at it and going you know when when I was a kid we had a, a wooden dowel that you put in between. Yeah. Oh yeah. That basically kept the sliding door from opening because your lock was never that secure. You know that if you
1: yanked on it, it would pop the lock. It's some some uh, some some security theater. There you go. Because it's not like a like a good brick couldn't shatter that <laughs> no. glass, but you've got a dowel in there, so everything. But my God, be you were okay. not going to
0: be able to pull that door. And that's that's all I could think was yanking on the thing. Going, why won't this open? Oh, there's a dowel rod down there. Yeah. So. But, no, he just, I guess it was just a really stuck door. So he gets it open and she goes, oh, thank you so much. Yeah, she's like, oh, I feel so, I feel so sad and difficult that I've been such a problem.
1: Yeah. Please forgive me. And so, yeah, so they chat a little bit more and she gives him a present. And then she jumps off the balcony. Mm-hmm. Because he's talking about how he just had this amazing moment of hope where,
0: you know, he, he helped. You know, with the birth of this child, and he's looking at this, the next generation. He's thinking right. about hope. And she looks at him and goes, no. There's no next generation coming. <laughs> and there's no hope. Mm-hmm. And she just hops right up onto the balcony, up on a chair and on the balcony, and right off. And I have to say, this both of these episodes were shot really well. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of camera movement and editing that... Things happened in a way that were not necessarily shot or staged dramatically. They were dramatic because of what was happening. It was not because of the shooting. So when she's hopping on that chair and over that balcony, it's not like a big, here's the chair, here's the balcony, dun-dun-dun.
1: In fact, we're not even, like, that's not even the center of the frame. I think Strand's in a corner there or something. I can't remember exactly. But she
0: just goes up on that chair and over the balcony, and it's just, it's the kind of shot you look at and go that's an eye movement that's an eye track i mean your yeah. your, your eyes it's that's strands pov mm-hmm. it's not a dramatic theatrical film shot it's a oh shit she just jumped up the balcony she's killed herself mm-hmm. so very well done I mean, right. the, the editing the editing was really good aside from you know dumb people who are
1: pulling out vents in the walls but, right exactly so anyway Uh, strand takes the present that he she was he was just given which happens to be keys to a very nice car oh yeah and leaves the hotel Mm -hmm. which is cool because like there's a society that's slowly being built around this hotel Mm -hmm. yes and these people are have survived madison and they survived (laughs) strand and they might actually survive to create something who knows Probably not. Probably not. But you know, it's possible. So meanwhile, back at the compound, we are given a very
0: little bit of information about who these people are, and that comes from Jake, who is walking around saying, Mm -hmm. "Okay, so you know, we kind of figured that the end of the world was coming, and then his dad says we were planning for democracy falling, and we built this little place and we got all this stuff, and Madison says you got a lot of guns." He's like, well, people come for your stuff, you know?
1: <laughs> Got to defend yourself. She's like, yeah, well, your son's a psycho. He's like, ah, we're not going to talk about that right now. Yeah, I think I, that's the thing that is going to be the most irritating part of this season, is that Troy is crazy, mm-hmm. but nobody wants to talk about how crazy Troy is. Cause yeah, so Jake says that when Troy was a
0: kid, so he's been crazy for a while. Yes,
1: now. they took him out of school and gave him, quote, unquote, Free reign of the ranch. Now, this says
0: to me that he is a sociopath.
1: Um, sociopaths can function well in yes, society. Certainly, without... they can,
0: but that doesn't mean they're going to. And that some, some certainly do. He's not a psychopath because psychopath psychopathology is a different thing. Mm-hmm. But in terms of he has he doesn't have a uh, emotional attachment to people. Right. Or at least he doesn't have a, a one where he looks at people as being worth things. So, he's a big concern. Yeah. It's gonna get ugly. I have
1: a, I have a prediction. Oh, do you now? I have a, a prediction. Mm-hmm. So, at one point, uh, Madison is trying to use her maternity to, on Troy, It's like, what do you think you, what do you think your mother would do if you were lost out in the wasteland?
0: Right. She's appeals to his, his, uh, um, uh, yeah being being the son of a mother being having that you know that bonding
1: so he he goes my mother passed and i didn't i'm not i don't get lost that easily Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah but here's my here's my prediction as to why troy is so obsessed with madison okay i think we're going to discover that she looks remarkably like his mother
0: cuz she would be cuz Jake would be the first the
1: the son of the first mother. No, the yeah. The mother who no, left. Yeah, Jake Jake Troy is the
0: is the second mother.
1: Yeah. Cuz he's the younger one. And Jake even says that Jay uh, like uh, Troy's when when we my dad and Jake's or and Troy's mom took him out of school. So, I think we're going to find out that that Madison looks like his mom. Well, there's certainly something there that the the... He's got, I think he's, he's, he was very interested in keeping her around. Yeah. And he and that made was, a very concerted effort to save her. And that was a very confusing thing about the yeah. first episode, is there was no
0: reason for that. There was this... And that immediately made you and I think, oh, we must have the women for the sexing. And the breeding, and the, all the other horrible things. But those the, aren't the case. That doesn't seem to be the case. So, we are at this compound with what appears to be um, preppers, or... Uh, militia people
1: and we're not entirely sure what their ideology is
0: and we're not yeah and we're not so sure how we're supposed to feel about
1: it right well and it seems like they've taken a lot of people in right a lot of white people mm, we'll see what how, how that i don't i, I I'm, I'm
0: i'm trying really hard i cannot remember seeing anybody who
1: wasn't white at the compound i can't remember either but um and i i don't know i kind of feel weird about how how it seemed like they were having some sort of racist that's why they were doing using mm-hmm. the brown people for the experiments um but at the same time they never express expressly said that it's Instead really they made it sound like like the guy because 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 troy kept saying oh it's triage because they're they were hurt or sick and that's why i
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah we have to cut them out we have to right. cut out the infection
0: right so yeah, it's really, i obviously worry we've got the rest of the season to find out.
1: Right. But it is a... It, it might have been that guy, because he, he was shot, but his hair was completely different. It didn't look like the actor. Yeah, I'm not sure. No, I don't know what's happening. Nobody knows what's happening.
0: But we're two episodes in, and we are not hating it. Yeah. We're confused. I feel dirty. <laughs> you must, okay, Dustin, you feel dirty a lot. Yeah. It has nothing to do with this. True. There you go. So,
1: but I understand I, what you mean. Yeah. This is a new kind of filth. Exactly. <laughs> and confusion. Not, not immediately hating Fear the Walking Dead is not how, where I usually end up.
0: This is the final season of the series creator of the of the original guy behind the. Oh yeah. This, this, yeah, he's got. This is the end of his his run. I'm not sure what the story is on season four, but he may have decided to go out with a bang. I guess. I, I, I'm. We can. They can ruin it all here there is yeah. no question we, we know very well that a good episode could be followed by a disastrous episode but I don't know I'm, I'm...
1: and we still don't know what happened to Ophelia I, I she want... was looked like she was picked up by some some really obvious militia people
0: I think Ophelia is going to come over the hill with like Apache helicopters and like all the US military <laughs> alright so so yeah two episodes in we don't hate it it's very confusing I'm tired. I am too. It's been a long day and a long a night. A long weekend. Uh, thank you, folks, for listening. We'll be back next week with more. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Tam. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and podcast.com and you can check out our other podcasts as well. SciFi4Me.com, fi for me sci-fi4me Radio. And don't forget to check us out on our YouTube channel. We are looking to get a thousand subscribers to our YouTube channels oh. because that actually opens up some new options on YouTube in terms of money and promotion stuff that we can do with YouTube that they won't do if you don't have a thousand followers. So we're going to go off. We're hoping to have that. So if you'd help us out with that folks, that would be fantastic. And we will see you next week with more. Labs. Woo! This has been a presentation of horror for me.com copyright 2017 by flaming dog media, LLC, all rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. You're listening to Horror for Me
1: Radio. <laughs>